It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Attention, nerds, freaks, and geeks. It's the Riley and Kimmy Show. I have a collection of the world's most astounding horrors. The Riley and Kimmy Show. And welcome to episode 663. Right next to me is a person who tries to keep me out of trouble. Kimmy! I got one name! Kimmy! Hello everybody! Hello everybody! Hi! Hi, I am Patrick Riley. I am the villain of the story. Oh, yes, I am. And welcome to episode 663. As we said before, uh, 663 is 662 other episodes are archived right on our website, which is where? RileyandKimmy.com. Uh, that's right. And at RileyandKimmy.com, you can find links to social media. You can uh, friend, follow, and like us. And if you do at those social media spots, we do the same right back with you. Uh, be sure to check out our website too, RileyandKimmy.com. On the website, we have some, uh, well, some photos from a recent outing of the Riley and Kimmy show. We were at Carousel's Collectibles in downtown Deland last Friday with the Batman and Harley and others, including friends from Outdated Slang, that is Terry and Katie, and plenty of other friends there too, like Scott and others who all stopped by and said hi. We made new friends too. And uh, and of course, the hump. <laughs> I was getting to him. The hump was there. That is Humphrey Ching. Artist Humphrey Ching was there. It was just a fantastic evening. Also, the Raven Wolf's Graven and his uh, wife, Monica, and their son, Xander, stopped by. Fantastic artists. And I can even call uh, Xander an artist, too. Yeah, he, mm-hmm. he, he all talented. And they were there. And uh, just a fun event. And a fantastic videographer, photographer was there as well. Was he not? Yes. Amazing. Oh, very good. Amazing work. I took photos. You can see some of those photos of uh, beautiful work of the Batman and Harley. That is uh, Holly Lynn and Thomas Blasco. Fantastic uh, artists in their own right. And it was just a very good adventure. You can check that out and find that right on our website at RileyandKimmy.com. And I'm looking forward to running into the videographer slash photographer. Uh, hopefully I can call him new friend uh, at uh, Spooky Empire coming up in the next few days. That's right. Maybe. Look out. Oh, yeah. Looking, looking out. Hope he's looking out for me. And it'll be a really good time. Boo. Boo back. Yes, Boo and Boo Back getting ready to do that uh, coming up at Spooky Empire. We'll have more details uh, about our adventures at Spooky when they unfold. And by the way, episode, uh, a magical number. I don't know why everybody thinks it's a big number. A big number is about three episodes away will be occurring at Spooky Empire. Mm-hmm. I, I don't get everybody's thing about that. Do you? Hmm. I don't understand. And Quite I, a coincidence. It is, it is kind of weird, isn't it? It's very strange. It is weird, and the number is, uh, Kimmy can say what that episode it's is. 666 is yeah. coming up. Yeah, and I don't get the significance to that, but anyhow, uh, we that will be happening during a Spooky, and I have no clue what that episode will be. Episode 666. I have no idea. I kind of wish it was this episode, actually, and I kind of wish it was Halloween 
uh, right now because somebody is having a birthday that is a very good friend to the Riley and Kimmy show, and he almost made it to uh, Halloween. Mm-hmm. You know, it's late October. It's a full moon. Yes, and, and it's John Diadonna's birthday. Can you believe that? I, mean, I know. Now, John Diadonna, for those who do not know, is a artist. Uh, he is a director. He is a writer. He uh, he is an actor. He uh, boy, can I, he, creator, I guess, founder mm-hmm. of Phantasmagoria Orlando. Mm-hmm. Uh, am I forgetting anything, Kimmy? It's just an amazing man. Yeah, that's right, and somebody who shares a love for classic horror, cinema horror, like I do, all the way back to the silent era. He loves the universal horror films, too. Uh, just somebody who I feel like is a brother from another mother, without a doubt. Mm-hmm. And uh, definitely, I, I want to wish uh, our good friend, John Didana, a happy birthday. Happy birthday! <gasps> yes, happy birthday, John, and those who are in the greater Orlando area who uh, encounter John, please wish him a happy birthday. Happy birthday, John. And we'll look forward to seeing him. If memory serves me correctly, he'll be out and about representing Phantasmagoria Orlando at Spooky Empire. Yes. uh, This coming weekend in Orlando. And by the way, if you have the opportunity to ever see Phantasmagoria Orlando, please take that opportunity. See them. You will be thrilled. You will be chilled. You will be amazed by their beautiful work. Correct? Mm -hmm. And we will have the fortune of being under the same roof with them uh, at a couple of locations coming up in the very near future. One of them being the Daytona Beach Comic Book Convention in December. We will be with John and crew, Phantasmagoria. We will all be there. And then in DeLand in January, we will all be together at the DeLand Comic Book Show. We have links to these, by the way, right on our website at RileyandKimmy.com. scary part about the DeLand thing is uh, John... Diadana and Phantasmagoria and the Riley and Kimmy show, I my understanding, are next to each other. Mm. Oh boy. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> oh, oh yeah. Woo-hoo. A- anyhow, That's awesome. I'm happy about that. Y- yes, I am. I'm extremely happy about that. And I'm just happy to be uh, at any event that they are at. So be sure to check them out. We have links to Phantasmagoria right on our website at RileyandKimmy.com. And being John's birthday and being Halloween just around the corner, I thought we'd do a, a birthday episode uh, selling this one out to our good friend, dedicating it to him. I think this will be something that he will enjoy. I have, I have a feeling he will like this one. Uh, it's an old-time radio production, and this is a very good example of old-time radio. reason I'm saying that is it, this one's done live, and I want you to keep that n- notated. It is a live production when it was done. It was recorded. We are just fortunate that it was. Not all of these radio programs, as a matter of fact, very few of them were ever recorded. A lot of them are lost. And from the series we're about to go to, only a handful survive of a two-year series. And the series was hosted by a master of horror. And he played in every single episode, not just as host, but he played in every single episode as the psychopath. Every mm. single episode, he, he played a wow. psycho. That sounds like our show and you. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. Follow along the script, Kimmy. Anyhow, okay. that, there is no script, and see what I get. And anyhow, yes, he played the the psychopath in every single episode. Now they love to feature. Uh, well, they did. They they they'd go to the classics and literature and things like that to do their episodes, and then made them uh, radio dramas. They stayed true usually to the the original source, unless they were censored, as in this next case with the source material. They had to censor just a small part of this because of 
a treatment of an animal is all I'm going to say. And in the 1940s, uh, it was something that would not go over on radio and may not even go over today if it was done with the skills of certain individuals like Phantasmagoria, to be quite honest. I'm sure this uh, will be entertaining to our friend, that is John Diadonna, because we are going to tap into the world of Edgar Allan Poe and Peter Lorre. Peter Lorre was a host of a show called Mystery in the Air. Very few people know about it. It ran in uh, the 1940s on NBC Network. Lorre was the psychopath in every single episode. Mm -hmm. The psycho. And the person who was the narrator and acted in the episodes was Harry Morgan. Now, I'm going to see if that name means anything to Kimmy. Harry Morgan, a very young Harry Morgan. Mm -hmm, Who is Harry Morgan? Well, he was in uh, Dragnet, right? That's right. Played Joe Friday's partner. And in MASH. He was MASH's Colonel Potter. Mm -hmm. And played in many other things, including episodes of Alfred Hitchcock's uh, hour or half hour episodes and things like that. He a fantastic actor and great narrator as well and just a a great uh, part of the ensemble with mystery in the air now the episode we're going to air now the birthday episode for john diadonna is from september 18th 1947 going back when john was just a little boy sitting in front of the radio (laughs) no I'm, I'm, i'm kidding i'm kidding way before your time my friend <laughs> I was just teasing way before his birthday I mean yeah I, I hope that this is something fresh for him I know he collects Edgar Allan Poe I know he loves uh, I'm pretty certain considering we are a lot like brothers I'm sure he loves Peter Laurie as much as I do but I wish I, I wish it was M wish, I wish I could do M I mean M is uh, my favorite thing by Laurie just mm. I think but let me tell you a little bit about Peter Laurie quickly here why these are so special. A lot of actors in the day that were in film and stuff like that did do radio, and uh, some had great careers in it. Some would make guest appearances and did nothing more than just that, guest appearances. They, they just read the script and they were out. You know. Uh, but Mr. Laurie was a little different. He would do these episodes, it's been archived, and there's pictures of, would get into the role so much of being the psychopath, he would sweat, some say like 10 pounds of water weight out per uh, half hour episode. Wow. He would get so involved. There was episodes where he would toss the script up in the air and they, the pages would land out into the audience or onto the stage floor. And then the cast members who knew the script well enough would have to stall and ad lib or cover lines as because as it got the script got gathered together. <sighs> And usually he didn't need the script at all anyway. He was so much into that character that much. And he was in character once he went throughout the whole duration of the thing. Mm. And they say it was something to see. Unfortunately, only if my memory serves me correctly, 12 of these episodes survived. Only one of Edgar Allan Poe's has survived. The Telltale Heart has not survived. There's no archivist that has it that we know of, no historian. It's gone. It's gone forever. But... The Black Cat has survived. And I'm sure our good friend, John Diadonna, the birthday boy, will enjoy this one. At least I hope he does. Sending this one out to John Diadonna. Happy birthday, buddy. Here's Peter Laurie, the Black Cat, Edgar Allan Poe's version on Mystery in the Air from September 18th, 1947 on the Riley and Kimmy Show. Mystery in the Air, starring Peter Lorre, 
Presented by Camel Cigarettes. of this court that you be hanged by the neck until you are dead. And may God have mercy on your soul. No, I, I neither expect nor solicit belief for this wild story. I, I would be mad to expect it yet. Mad I'm not, and very surely I do not dream. But, but while there is still time, I, I don't know why I... I feel compelled to report a series uh, of mere household events and their consequences. These events have terrified, have tortured, have destroyed me. Perhaps some are more calm, more, more logical, but certainly far less excitable than I will be able to explain them. I, I cannot. I, I can only tell you the facts, and that I have to do today because tomorrow I die. Each week at this time, Camel Cigarettes bring you Peter Lorre in the excitement of the great stories of the strange and unusual, of dark and compelling masterpieces culled from the four corners of world literature. Tonight, Edgar Allan Poe's immortal American classic, The Black Cat. Mystery in the Air, starring Peter Lorre. Brought to you by Camel Cigarettes. Experience is the best teacher. Try a camel. Let your own experience tell you why more people are smoking camels than ever before. Give your T-Zone the experience of enjoying a camel. And see if you don't join the millions of other smokers who say... Camels suit my T-Zone to a T. Your T-Zone, that's T for taste and T for throat, is your true proving ground for any cigarette. See if Camel's rich, full flavor isn't a delightful experience for your taste. If Camel's cool mildness isn't more than welcome to your throat, try a Camel. No, believe me, there, there was nothing, absolutely nothing in my childhood which, which forecast the terrible events that were to come. No, as a child, I, I was very gentle. I, I got along well with everyone, but, but most I liked animals, yes. <laughs> All kinds of animals. And, and then I married quite young, and I, I was very happy to find that my wife shared my feelings. <laughs> very soon, we, we had quite a collection. Oh, we had, we had birds and goldfish. We had a dog and some rabbits, and we had a cat. I'll never forget the day my wife brought it home. <laughs> hello, hello. You're home so early. Look, Charles, look. Look what I brought. Oh, oh, 
Look at it, oh, the little kitty. <laughs> Where did you get it, darling? Oh, the poor little thing. Some dogs were chasing it, oh. and I just rescued it in time. Yes, it was lovely. so frightened. Yes, but it isn't frightened anymore. Oh, it seems to love you, child. Mm-hmm. Well, then that's yeah. not strange. All animals do. Yes, yes, yes. Nobody's going to hurt you, kitty, kitty, no. How about some milk, huh? <laughs> yes. There, you see. <laughs> oh, you must have been very hungry. Yes. Hey, what's your name, huh? I don't suppose he has a name. He is so young. I don't think he belongs to anybody. Well, then, then we have to give him a name. You mean we can keep him? Keep him? What are you talking about? He has no home. We can't turn him out in the streets, can oh, we? Oh, Charles, I was hoping you'd let him stay. Of course, but he, he must have a name. Yes, let's see. Oh, you're so black, yes. All black, beautiful. Not a single white mark. Oh, oh, I have him. <laughs> He's as black as the devil. Let's call him Pluto. <laughs> yes, we'll call you Pluto. Pluto grew up to be a remarkably beautiful cat, and of all the animals in our house, he became my favorite and my playmate, yes, and until it all changed, yes, and as the years went on, my my character suffered a radical change, and everything changed. Huh? Why? Well, I, I'm ashamed. I, I hate to admit it, it, it through, uh, through, through intemperance, yes, through intemperance. And then as, uh, as drink became more and more necessary to me, I, I became more and more moody and irritable. Charles, where are you going? I don't have to tell you where I'm going. Oh, Charles, what's happening What do you me? mean, what's happening to me? Well, you never used to go out every night to those vile oh, places. Please stop nagging. Stop it. I go out because I can't stand listening to you. Nag, 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 all day long. I don't know what's come over you. There. Yeah, see? Why don't you learn from Pluto? It's only a cat. He he doesn't ask me where I'm going. Yeah, that's right. You never do, no. Come here, Pluto. <laughs> yes, I like it. Come here. Be careful, child. Don't pick him up like that. Uh, don't, I'm you're not hurting, hurting him. him. I never you're... hurt him. Ouch! <laughs> He bit me. He bit me. You, you devil. I'll show you. Don't, don't you. Don't. 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 Yes, I, I hate to admit it, but I was so furious, I kicked Pluto, and I kicked him again, and hard, and... Well, the next morning, I... I saw that his ear was torn, and I was filled with remorse for what I'd done. From then on, <laughs> Pluto ran away in terror whenever I approached, and, and that in turn made me more and more irritated, and, and in the end, it, it was sheer perverseness, nothing else, yes. Sheer and unexplainable perverseness that, that made me do what I did, yeah. I, I blush to admit it, but, but one morning I... Strangled the poor animal. Yeah, I, I killed it only because I knew that, that it had loved me and, and because, because it had given me no reason for offense. No, I, I'm offering no excuse. I, I'm only recounting what happened. Well, in, 
In the evening, I I went to the inn as usual, and I came home very late, and I fell fast asleep with my clothes on. Then I was awakened suddenly. What? Charles! Charles, wake up! Charles! What's the matter? There must be a fire. I smell smoke. Good heavens, it's... Look it! It's our house! Oh! Our house is burning! Come on, darling, come. We'll be trapped. Come on, hurry up. Quick. The stairs are on fire. There we go. I can't. I... Don't talk. Don't talk, sweetheart. Perhaps I... I can get you through the flames. Don't breathe, darling. Here's the front door. Here. We made it. We're safe. Oh, Charles. Look, our house. Hey, anybody else in there? No, no. Nobody else. Uh, just as well. Never could get them out now. Are you the owner? Yes. That was our house. Well, you haven't got much left then. We can't save it now. Stand back! Stand back, everybody! The roof's gonna fall in! Stand back! Well, it's down now. Funny, nothing is left but that one wall in the middle. Look at it. What about it? Well, look at it on the wall. Hey, that is strange. Uh, What are you talking about? What's strange? There, there on the wall. It's still standing. Marks on the plaster. Marks? What marks? What's the matter? You blind? Right up there on the wall, that black figure. Oh, Oh, yeah. (laughs) It looks like a cat. Yeah, it does. smoke must have done it, but it certainly does look like a cat. What looks like a cat? There, and it's got one floppy ear. Who's got a floppy ear? That's really funny. Funny, 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 huh? It's not funny. It is not funny at all, you hear? I know what it is. You know who it is? Yes, it's Pluto. I I recognize him. Yes, there, see? His ear is torn, huh? Oh, you, you beast. That hideous beast. It's, it's come back to, to haunt me. Leave me alone. You hear? I can't stand it. I, I can't. I can't. Get some water, somebody. This man's fainted. <laughs> Black Cat is dead, killed by its master. The house is burned to the ground, with everything in it completely destroyed. Now the scene is the almost deserted, candle-lit taproom of a local inn. Don't you think you'd better go on home, sir? Hmm? It's getting late. <laughs> home, huh? <laughs> you should see the terrible place where, where we're living now. Yeah, yeah, I heard you. Lost everything in that fire. Lost everything, yes. I, I lost everything. I, I lost my house. I lost everything. Well, uh, how about that black cat of yours you used to talk about all the time? Huh? Uh, what was his name? 
What is his name? Pluto. Oh, yeah. Yes, Pluto's gone too. Oh, I, I tell you, I miss him. I, I miss him very much. <laughs> and if you miss him that much, why don't you get another cat? Give me a drink. Ah, it's getting pretty late, sir. I mean, well, won't your wife be expecting you? Give me a drink. Yes, sir. I'll have to fetch another bottle. Why don't I get another cat, huh? That's what he's saying. Huh? Well, why don't I? No reason I shouldn't. There's no reason to be in the deeps of despair just, just because of a cat. If I get another cat, uh, maybe, maybe I'll be able to forget her. What's that? Oh, there's a cat now. Yes, it? Sitting on top of the table. <laughs> Black cat, huh? That's strange. I've been staring at that table for five minutes, i I could swear there was no cat on it. Anyway, where did you come from, huh? Oh, you... You're a beautiful cat, yes. You're, <laughs> you're just as black as Pluto. You, you know, except you... You've got a splotch of white on your chest, yeah. That's right, you know. Oh, yes, come. Come sit on my lap, huh? Oh, yeah. Kitty, kitty, yes, you're a nice kitty. Mm. You're a nice cat. Yeah. Like Here you are, sir. Where did this cat come from? Cat? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Big one, isn't he? I don't know where it came from, or how it got in, either, for that matter. Never seen it around here before. Don't know who it belongs to? No. No, as far as I'm concerned, it belongs to you, if you hmm? want it. Can't keep it here. My wife doesn't like cats, especially black ones. Like cats, huh? <laughs> How stupid. Yeah. Say, I want it. Yes, sir. I want it very much. I'll take it home with me right now. Charles, hmm? this is such a wonderful cat. Just since last week, it's made itself so much at home. Why, oh, you think it had lived here always? Yes, yes, I've noticed that. It reminds me so much of Pluto. Yes, but this one has a patch of white on its chest. Don't forget that. Yes, that's right, dear. But I can't help wondering. I wonder what ever became of Pluto. He disappeared the day of the fire. I know, I know he disappeared. And <laughs> Well, maybe he, he knew the house was going to burn down. Oh, see how it loves you. It's rubbing against your leg, just the way Pluto used to. Pluto, Pluto! Stop talking about Pluto! Darling, I didn't mean anything. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, dear. I always talk about how much this new cat resembles Pluto. It, it just makes me nervous. I, look, actually, there, there's hardly any resemblance at all, really. And, except that except that they're both black. This one has a white patch on its chest. And, oh, the poor thing. Charles, look, his ear is torn. Huh? See? What? Here under the fur. Oh, I never noticed that before. Neither did I. Why, it's just the way Pluto's... I mean... Go ahead, say it, say it, say it. It's torn, it's torn, yes. Just the way Pluto's ear was torn when I kicked him, huh? That's it, isn't it? Well, he must have been in a fight or something. Hmm. But it's curious we didn't notice Curious, it. huh? 
You have no idea how curious it is. <laughs> no idea. Get that cat out of my sight. Charge a man. Get it out. How can you act that way about a poor dumb animal? Take it Especially out of one that here. loved you so much. Oh, now you Get frightened it, dear. Get away from me, you hear me? <laughs> the way you talk, anybody thinks you don't even like the poor like cat. Like it, huh? Like it. I, I hate it. I tell you, I hate it. I, I hate it. I, I hate it. Yes, in, in a short time, the cat had been with us. I, I had come to look upon it with unutterable loathing. Why, why I don't know yet. The more I hated it, the more affectionate it acted toward me. Wherever I went, it followed. Whenever I sat down, it, it would spring upon my knees and, and cover me with its loathsome caresses, as, as if this were not enough to the white patch on its chest, which originally it, it had been very indefinite in shape, but, but gradually it assumed a very definite outline, yes, the, the unmistakable and, and ghastly shape of the gallows, a terrible engine of horror, of agony, and of death, I... I longed to destroy the beast, but I was prevented by an absolute unreasonable dread. I, I was sure I was losing my mind. Charles, are you going out again? Yes, I'm going out. Uh, I don't know when I'll be back. Oh. Before you go, do you suppose you... Why, what is it? Will you help me bring up some wood from the cellar? Why do you always want more wood? The house is cold. You know I haven't been feeling well. I'm not strong enough to carry You're it myself. Strong enough. All right, come on, I'll help you. You might have thought of this before. Look out! What? Oh, oh that's cat. That's a beast again. It's always under my feet. It tried to trip me on the stairs. Oh, I'll... no, I'm <laughs> sure it did. I'll get rid of that beast once and for all. Get... Charles, put down that crowbar. Get out of my way. No, no, stop. I say get out of my way. Let, no. let go of my arm. Please, Charles, let go of my doing. arm. Are you going to let go? Oh, please. I said let go. Oh. Why didn't you let me go? Yes, she, she had fallen dead without a groan. My blind rage, my rage against the cat, I'd struck my wife and killed her. Well, <laughs> nothing I can do about it now. All I could do was, was to set myself to the task of concealing the body. Yes, I, I thought and I deliberated, and, and then it occurred to me that, yes, in the Middle Ages, they used to wall up their victims and... I determined to do the same thing. Yes, behind the wall in a cellar. I managed to dislodge a section of bricks near the chimney and, and in a hole behind them I propped the body. Then I carefully laid the bricks back in their original position and, and when I had finished, no one, no one could have told that the wall had been disturbed at all. Well, I, I could say to myself triumphantly, here, at least, my labor has not been in vain. 
My next step then was was to look for the beast that had been a cause of so much misery, but, but then I became aware that, that it had completely disappeared. Huh? Three days passed, and, and still my tormentor did not appear. Oh, it's impossible to describe or, or to imagine the deep sense of my relief. For the first time in months, I, I slept, yes, I... Oh, I slept, even with a burden of murder on my soul. <laughs> yes, some few inquiries were made about my wife's whereabouts, and a search of the house was conducted, but, but nothing was discovered. Oh, uh, I finally could look upon my future secure. <laughs> Good day, sir. Sorry to disturb you again, sir. No. <laughs> it's you, Sergeant. <laughs> Is there anything I can do for you? Well, they're still puzzled about your wife's disappearance. Puzzled, huh? <laughs> well, so am I. Well, some of her friends have been around at the police station. What's that got to do with me, huh? You've already searched us twice. What do you want? Well, I know, sir, but... Well, the captain sent me and the constable here to yes. look around just once more. To be sure there's no clues been overlooked... Mm. This will be the last time, sir. Only a matter of routine. Routine. We won't bother you again. All right. Come in. Thank you, sir. Come on, Joe. Right. Where would you like to look first? Well, we might as well begin with the cellar. Cellar, huh? All right, yes. Right down these steps. I'll come with you. Yes, I always say searching a house is like getting ahead in the world. You start at the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I see. Uh, it's very funny. Well, come on, Constable. Get to work. Right. While they searched, I folded my arms and watched. As before, they discovered nothing, nothing. But as they were about to depart, the glee my heart was too strong to be restrained. I burned to say but one word, yes, just one word, by way of triumph. And, and as they started up the steps, I said, uh, See, have you noticed uh, this is a very well-constructed house, you know? Hey, gentlemen, you're not going, are you? Yes, it's, a, it's an excellently well-constructed house. <laughs> You've never seen such a well-constructed house in a, in a frenzy of my bravado upon that very portion of the brickwork behind which stood the corpse of my wife. I, I rapped with my cane. <laughs> but may heaven deliver me from the arch-fiend. What was that? that? Wind, probably. Wind? That's not the wind. It came when you hit this wall here. Whatever it is, it's behind these bricks, Sarge. Here, here. take this crowbar and knock no, that no. wall down. Right. Wait a minute, you... Keep quiet, you... you. Wait a minute, where are you going? Upstairs. You stay right here. Hey, this is new plaster. It hasn't even had time to set yet. Ah, Pull it down. Right. 
Here she comes. Look out. There's what we're looking for, all right. His wife's body. What's that horrible-looking thing sitting on our head? It's a cat! How did that cat get in there? I know how it got in there. Yes, I know. I, I must have walled it up in a tomb. And I never knew it, no. Look at that red mouth. Those burning eyes. You, you hideous, you beast, you monster, you, you are the devil. You made me a murderer. Now for three days you've been in there, waiting, waiting to send me to the gallows. Well, the hangman will get me. Yes, I, I hope, I hope you're satisfied. I hope you're satisfied. <laughs> With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.